Welcome back, everybody. Hope y'all enjoyed the weekend. It's going to warm back up for us this week. We're going to talk about sewage improvements, running from the law, and if I drop the cliche hot seat, you know exactly what I'm talking about. My name's Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. Hundreds of millions of dollars are now targeting sewage and water problems in Alabama, reports AL.com's Dennis Pillion. The Alabama Department of Environmental Management indicated that much of it would target areas in the Black Belt region of central and west central Alabama, an area that, one, is faced with well-chronicled and seriously poor wastewater infrastructure, and two, doesn't have a whole lot of means to fix it. ADEM announced approval to send $348 million in federal grants and loans for water and sewer upgrades throughout the state. Now that's coming out of the American Rescue Plan Act money. And there's more to come. ADEM says it expects the figure to be $473 million this year and $1 billion over the next five years. Now for its part, the state of Alabama is kicking in $111 million in grants and loans through the state revolving fund. When the dust clears, all this water and sewer investment will be the most Alabama has seen in decades. Now, if you recall, some Black Belt areas are too rural for sewer lines to be efficient, and the thick clay in the area is far less than ideal for septic tank systems. Now, there's still going to be more need for money than there will be money across the state. Some of the other funded projects include lead pipe replacement for the Birmingham Waterworks Board and in Selma, water main replacement in Dothan and drinking water projects in Florence and Tuscaloosa and elsewhere. If some lawmakers have their way, soon it'll be a felony to run from law enforcement on Alabama roadways, Michael Wetzel of the Decatur Daily reports via Tribune Media Services. Now, I know your question on that is this. You mean it's not already a felony to see blue lights and hit the gas? No, it's not. Not unless you hurt or kill someone. And proponents say that causes a problem, especially in cases where if drivers pull over, they may face a felony for, say, drug possession. So there's more incentive to run. Now, they claim that making running a felony would reduce the number of chases, which would reduce the number of dangerous situations on roadways. Some would like to see a provision in a bill to make exceptions for younger drivers. Morgan County Sheriff Ron Puckett, quote, I don't want a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid to be charged or convicted of a felony. There has to be some leeway for them. If they're scared, that's juvenile act. He said it's not about trying to put people in jail. It's about trying to reduce the number of pursuits law enforcement is involved in. After an off-season inquiry into how Coach Brian Harson was handling the Auburn football program, I don't know that you can say the hot seat has gotten hotter than that on the plane. But the 41-12 loss at home to Penn State certainly has Auburn fans and SEC fans buzzing and media commentators writing that Harson and Auburn are a bad fit. ESPN's Pete Thamel even put Harson on a list of names to watch for the newly opened Arizona State job. And you know what that means, right? It means nothing except to illustrate the further evolving atmosphere. Now, Saturday's loss margin against the Nittany Lions, 29 points, were the most in a non-conference home game for Auburn since 2016. And it was the Tigers' fifth straight loss against Power 5 teams. 
AL.com's Tom Green reports that after the game, Harson was asked about the scrutiny he's facing. And he said that's not something he can control. So their focus is on having the players and the team prepared for the next ball game. Now I'm telling you this as if you were expecting the coach to say that they were going to zero in on the distractions, right? Well, Harson said, quote, I believe in this team and I believe in what we're doing and we got to be better at it. So at the end of the day, that's all I ever focus on. Now, born on this day in 1926, the first female governor of Alabama, Lurlene Burns Wallace. She was from Tuscaloosa and, of course, the first wife of Governor George Wallace, married until her death in 1968. She's also the namesake of the community college in Andalusia, as anyone who's ever run foul poles at Crum Fauche Field can tell you. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us on the internet anytime you want to at al.com. Mm-hmm.